Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and stronger movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Remember to check out my Lit Daily Online Yoga classes. You get a free trial if you sign up now and I have a library, a library of anatomy-based yoga classes plus a different daily class with me every day if you don't want to have to choose. I also do especially monthly live streams, so check it all out at movementbylara.com. Welcome to today's episode. This is how to have a deeper experience of your breath. How do you have a deeper experience with your breath? Well, I'm going to talk a little bit about the anatomy that affects the breath. Breath is a big part of any kind of movement practice. And I also think it's the one that's, I, I guess it's just not taught in a, in a functional way. You know, we talk about it like for yoga, this is my own experience. When I used to teach a more classical vinyasa way, you'd come, you'd sit, you do this grounding and you do a little pranayama work and then you'd start moving. And what I found is I would look around the room and I just saw people who were, breathing up in their upper body, like they're, uh, you know, it was a very upper breath breathing. It looked very stuck and it looked like, you know, they just kind of came in from whatever they were doing. Most likely 80% were coming in from work because I was teaching a lot of evening classes and it wasn't very effective to sit there more and breathe like that because it wasn't giving them the functional way to breathe better. I was just, you can breathe and you can bring more awareness to your breath, and that certainly helps. So if you were if you're sitting in the car right now or walking and you just exhale and go, ah, and I say take a big breathe breath in, it brings more awareness to it. So yes, you will get a bigger breath. But there's only so much awareness um, that you can bring that will actually get you a bigger breath in terms of 
a more robust breath in terms of breathing in a way that gets you more oxygen, that actually has a physiological impact. So yes, imagining it, breathing, bringing awareness to it is a huge step. But the second step is the mechanics of breath. And so without getting into like major details about that, I want to tell you some of the things that impact the mechanics of the breath and what you can do about it. So suboptimal posture, as you might know, is a big, uh, one of my biggest missions to get people to stand taller and have better posture because suboptimal posture impacts your breath a lot. And this isn't, you know, this isn't rocket science. I mean, if you picture a can and you picture a can and just like start crushing, or it's like a think of a can, aluminum can, and then just crush that a little bit. It already is affected by just that crumpling, like just squeezing it a little bit and making a little indentation or changing it. It already changes um, the, the capacity of the volume that could get inside there. And that's what your yeah, that's what your crumpled posture does. It's it's changing the volume of your breath, which ultimately is changing the amount of oxygen you can bring in, which is ultimately changing your efficiency. So if you're taking, you know, a number, many more numbers of breaths per minute than what is kind of normal, there's different reasons for that, and and one could be just your posture. You can't get in a lot of breaths, so you're breathing more often because that breath is just, you need it. So one is to, to get upright and to get your, your everything more aligned. So if you think about, if you put your fingers between your ribs, this is your subcostal, um, intercostal space. Put your, put your second and third finger between two of your ribs going down. So, you know, going down the barrel of the ribs and put your fingers there and take a breath in. And then feel, do you feel that there's, when you, when you breathe in, there should be a little bit of a broadening of that. Like it's, there's the space, you can feel there's movement in there. So the elasticity there is really dependent on where you start, your starting point. So think of that aluminum can, if it's crunched, the, it's lost that kind of capacity for elasticity. So start by sitting tall and putting your fingers in between your rib cage and starting with that space, there's a symmetry in there. So if you round, you'll find that, that, that they're closing off some of that intercostal space. So if you start there with your fingers in the ribs, draw your tailbone down, not under, but just lengthening your low back, and then open your mouth and empty out your breath, like all the way down. And then take a breath in and feel the breath go to your fingers. Feel the breath go to your fingers. Now also notice where where your fingers are in that intercostal space. When the breath went in there, did it go just straight up into it? Or did you feel that there was like a little bit of a side movement as well? Because ultimately with breath, we want the breath to go, we want it to lift up. It goes into the lungs. It's going up even more expansively into the from the um, pelvic diaphragm into the thoracic diaphragm, all the way up into the collarbone, right? But it also needs to go outwards. So a real like lift up and out, and that that is the part where a lot of people are missing because they're either stuck in their belly or they're stuck up in their chest. But that inner inner space. 
at the rib cage. That's where I want people to focus their breath. And how do they, imp- how do you improve your breath there? Well, one is use your, t- use your hands. You have to use your hands to give feedback. So what would be more effective in a yoga class is if somebody came and you sat down at the beginning of class and you put your hands right on the ribs and said, okay, let's, let's focus on trying to bring the breath there, bring more awareness there and, and, and have that deeper experience with the breath. But what I have found is that the best way to get deeper experience of the breath is to recruit the muscles that are going to actually assist with a bigger and deeper experience of the breath. Breath is going to happen. We could be really out of shape and we're still going to breathe. But then there's also, there's involuntary mechanisms of breathing, meaning we don't even have to think about it and it's happening from the brainstem down, right? But, but the other things that help uh, the voluntary parts of breath is, is your core muscles, your core musculature. So those, that intercostal space, there are intercostal muscles there. Those intercostal muscles, guess what they do? They connect to your obliques, your internal and external obliques, which they all connect to your deeper transverse abdominals. And your transverse abdominals has connections to your diaphragm. So working the core musculature, working it to get stronger, more robust, is actually going to give you a huge deep experience with your breath. So try this. I do this. In, so what I do now is I start off from the very beginning of class to reset the pelvis because your pelvis needs to be neutral neutral to have the best optimal breath. Because if you're tilted in any way, it's going to shorten the rib cage. It's going to change the way the ribs are. It might jut the ribs forward. They're not going to be able to expand in the same way. It's that simple. You have to get the pot <laughs> You've got to get the pot stable so that everything above it can grow and expand and bloom. So the neutral pelvis is important. We do that at the very beginning of our class. And then the second thing I do is get the abdominals firing. And we do that and with very specific breath instruction because that breath instruction when you're doing abdominals is going to carry over into your movement patterns. So I'll give you an example of that. And you can do this sitting in your car if you're driving to work right now listening to this you can do it as if you're walking taking a walk and listening these are i know two big places people listen to podcast or if you're at home you can drop down on the ground and do it but wherever you are whether you're sitting or standing bring yourself into more neutral position so you're sit you're on your sit bones if you're sitting if you're on the ground you'll feel your sacrum on the ground you'll feel your scapula on the ground take a breath in and exhale out completely, really exhale out completely, and then go to this place where you draw the front body into the back body, like you're, I call it the waffle iron, like you're waffle ironing that together. So you're fully empty. And then from that really waffle iron place, take a breath in, put your hands on your ribs, and lift the breath up into your ribs. So if you're lying down, you can do it. If And if you're driving, obviously you can't do it. But you could put one hand, <laughs> one hand on your ribs if you can do that, or you can imagine your hands being there, but then do it at work or somewhere where you can put both hands. So breathe up, feel the breath move into the hands. Keep, take your hands and lift your ribs up a little bit, lift them up, lift them up, lift them up. So they're coming away from the pelvis. And then on your exhale, 
You're going to bring the ribs together. So tighten the intercostals. So you're drawstringing them together, like you're closing a curtain in front. And you're tightening the obliques as well. Imagine these, these diagonal lines coming into the midline. And if you're lying on the ground, come up off the shoulder blades and do that on the exhale. And feel all of that pulling into the midline, closing off to help the breath move. And then as you inhale, lift that breath up, feel the expansion of the ribs, feel the space between the intercostal space grow and feel it lifting up, up toward the armpits. And then exhale and pull it together and tighten, consciously tighten your abdominals, consciously tighten like you're trying to siphon out every little bit of breath. And that's going to come from the transverse abdominals, from the obliques, all pulling in and pushing that air out. So you can do this in sitting, in standing. And if you're lying down, you can add the leverage more weight by lifting your head up off the floor, by lifting your shoulder blades off the floor. So these are the ways to experience a bigger breath is you have to strengthen your abdominal muscles as well. And then you have to get the idea of how the breath moves, that it moves up, but it also moves out. It moves a little bit into the back ribs as well. It of course moves slightly forward, but for so many people, that's, that is such a habit just to push their ribs forward that they're not, they're, they lose that kind of elastic property of the, of the, um, so I don't focus as much on trying to get it forward as I do out, out to the side, out to the back and lift up toward the armpits. So try that and feel if you can get a bigger, more robust breath, because a bigger, having a deeper experience with your breath, you're going to have more oxygen. You're going to have more energy. And then you're connecting to your core and that has all those benefits as well. So give that a try. If you have any questions, make sure that you write me at lara at movementbylara.com. Share this with a friend who has any kind of breathing issues. This helps so much. And of course, when you have bigger breaths, you will naturally tap into um, the nervous system and calming the nervous system happens a lot when you have deeper, fuller breaths as opposed to panty breaths, which is a very um, stress kind of breath. So we want to keep our nervous system in a nice neutral position, not in high alert (laughs) and panicky. So I hope this helps you a lot. Sending you hugs, pulling for you, breathe better, breathe fuller, and and breathe deeper to feel your best.